I thought I was going to cry <laughs> when you told me y'all FaceTimed in the shower. We did. We did. I was trying not to laugh out loud. I was trying not to let people know we actually did Cannon Johnson and Dan Blanc are just two guys who love the fencing industry and are here to help you grow your company and find solutions to your business challenges. You're listening to My Fence Life. Powered by Southwest Automated Security. So buckle up and hold on tight as they take you on this ride called My Fence Life. Hey guys, welcome to the realest and the baddest fence show on the planet. I got a special announcement, and Dan ain't gonna. I don't know how this is gonna sit with you, Dano. We got Susan K. Worthy in the house tonight, and we're not gonna leave her backstage because she's our number one freaking sponsor, and she deserves a spot right here on the main stage. Susan, say hello. Hello. Ooh. I guess hey, I'll guys. let you slide this week, man. <laughs> let him slide. He said, let him slide. Hey, guys, just to make this thing official, the date is now Wednesday, October the 5th, and the time is 6. 37 p.m. Central Daylight Time. And guys, this is what My Fence Life is. This show is a show for you. This show is a show for us. We call it My Fence Life. And if you're out here living the fence life, you understand just how real that can be. We all get it. And if you'd like to show Please do us a favor. Tell a friend. I know you got fence friends. We've all got fence friends. It's probably all you have because that's all I have. It's a bunch of freaking fence friends. So tell them all about my fence life. Do us that solid. We appreciate that. Also, just so you know, there are three shows per week available for download on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and every single major podcast platform out there. There's hundreds, and we're on all of them. Hey, guys. My name is Cannon Johnson. I'm with Jack's Defense Company in Medina, Tennessee. We do all things fence with a stronghold in the residential fence market and a growing focus on gate automation and commercial fencing. We love all of that stuff. And this is my co-host, my good old buddy, old pal. He loves it when I say it just like that. <laughs> Dan freaking Blanc. We call him the fence king from Mandeville, Louisiana, also known as the swamp butt capital of the world. And he loves it when I call it the swamp butt capital. The fence king is known <laughs> for its beautiful wood fences. And providing privacy, security, and peace of mind to the North Shore since 1999. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. This is My Fence Life. Susan, tell me that intro wasn't hot. I loved it. Hey guys, we're coming to you live tonight from the Southwest Automated Security Studio, your one-stop shop for gate automation, access control, video surveillance, hardware, and more. With 19 locations, visit southwestautomated.com. They'll get that stuff to your doorstep fast. That's right, man. We also got experts staying in seal. You know it. You love it. It's the 18 different color odor-free three-year warranty stain with no back brushing. The finest product on the market, boy. Let me tell you. Click the link in our description to find a dealer near you and their calendar of events. They got free staying in seal universities, man. Can't beat it. My salesman, the best way to save your company money, get the tire kickers out of the way as quick as possible. Sign up today for a free 60-day free trial at mysalesman.com. Let Rachel and Kelsey know that Dan and Cannon sent you no promos, just a bunch of money saved. Yeah, D&D Technologies, you know it, the badass hinge, the name brand and gate hardware, creator of the Magna Latch, stainless steel and shutted badass hinges. That's right. If it doesn't say B&D, it ain't badass. If it doesn't say D&D, it ain't badass. Job Nimbus, the best contractor software. Get your free 14-day trial today at JobNimbus.com. Be more profitable. Be more efficient. Be more organized. Job Nimbus making us look like heroes to our customers. Visit JobNimbus.com. Kind of like old Bidgey over at Clever Fox making us look like heroes. Look at this nice background we got going on here tonight, man. You see that? Look, guys. Maybe too much. Looking good. Thank you, Benji. We appreciate everything you do. Clever Always Fox out in the competition, baby. <laughs> we got a new five star reviews, Dano. What's up? Yeah, we got one, man. 
This comes from Nate Dog from T-Town. Dan and Cannon are very likable and have a cool chemistry. Their candid thoughts and honest sharing make this entire journey interesting and educational. The yin and yang of subcontracting, podcasting, and social media. Love these guys. Woo! Hey, so look, Susan, Susan said, uh, I like how y'all play the hype music and both of you start bobbing your head. That's our studio <laughs> vibe. That's that's how you know we're in the studio. It's like y'all are rolling all gangster style into the Fence podcast. <laughs> hey, look, I just want to give a shout out to I want to give a shout out to the Fence Prince, Dylan Block, for having all these aliases and giving us all these clever. I mean Super creative, five, the yin and the yang defense. I love that. <laughs> Dylan, good job. No, I'm kidding. Honestly, it was, honestly I think that was Nate from uh, Nate Nathan Dowd. Downs. That's probably who that was, man. Oh, Nate Dowd. That is, that is Nate Dowd. Probably is, huh? Appreciate you, Nate Dowd. Mm. <laughs> um, hey, guys. All right, so we're going to start this show tonight. And I just want you to know, we got Susan Worthy. I done said that, but that's a, kind of a big deal around here. When Susan comes on, I mean, we roll out the red carpet. We put the button. Up. I got my fall freaking flannel on for Susan tonight. I'm excited that she's here. <laughs> guys, look, we got three rules for the show. It's bourbon, it's beer, it's business. So, Dan, what are you sipping on over there? Man, I'm sipping on a little uh, Kentucky Isle Wiseman. It's one of my go-to favorites. Benji and I always drink this when he comes into town. So uh, since we had a three-hour Zoom with him today, I was like, hey, I'm going to drink a little Wiseman. What's the name of it again? Wiseman by Kentucky Isle. Nice. Yeah. Guys, look, I'm the beer guy. I'm drinking a freaking bush. I got a bush light tucked away in my My Salesman koozie. But, but, I just found this in the fridge. What I'm really drinking tonight is this. I saved some dollars today. (laughs) (laughs) This is a 16-ounce uh, natural light, and I got a six-pack of these this afternoon. And I said, man, that's a good way to save a couple of dollars, uh, you know. And the times that we're in, we got we to gotta stretch it out. We're not going to stop drinking. We're going to figure out how to drink more. And so we got 16-ounce cans for a dollar <laughs> less than what I would have paid for a six-pack of these. So, But you're I found drinking. this in the refrigerator, and I'm saying, I'm drinking that too. So You drink it more for less. More for yeah. less, man. No, here, double fisting, bro. I'm going to swap, swap it out here in a second. Hey, so get in, get in the comments. Let us know tonight what you're drinking. We like to see that in the comments, and uh, we'll, we're, we're going to periodically let everybody know what's on the menu tonight. Uh, we might even bring it to our house next week. So uh, beyond that, Dan, let's get down to business. Yeah, man, let's do this. We got Susan on, man. We've been talking about the last two days, if you haven't noticed. Uh, Monday morning, we dropped one of our uh, part one of uh, creating revenue during the winter months, and that was with uh, Brian Fullerton. We talked about snow plowing. And this morning, Caleb Roth was on talking about contracts and doing staying and getting revenue all year, which helps in the winter months. So now we got part three with Susan K. of Southwest Automated. She's like, hey, I think I can, uh, I can help out with that. We were uh, hanging out this Saturday shooting skeet. And uh, with the AFA in a tournament, and she's like, "How about we talk about uh, contracts when it comes to gate operators and access control? Do some service contracts." And I was like, "Hey, that's a good idea. You want to be on the show Wednesday?" And here we are. Here we are. Woo! Susan K in the house. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited, excited that I can get you that excited. I'm excited about those red glasses. That is really. Like that frames everything out, you know. Well, thank you. I, hey, I like your glasses too. Thank you, Susan. I appreciate that. <laughs> that was a nice setup right there. <laughs> Good job. Good job. I like the blue tint and everything. Listen, I got a lot of guys here at Old Jackson Fence listening to the show, and I, if I can so humbly do something, just I just need about two or three minutes. Okay, I just want to brag on these guys. I just want to brag. Look, we got too damn many people. That's 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 the, that's the first part of this and they would all agree they're gonna like, oh, 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 oh. yeah we, he's right he's right he's right all right but there's like 22 of us and i'm like damn why we got so many people up here you know but look i want to brag man because we got this little mentality going on and i freaking i'm eating it up <clears throat> so i'm a big 49ers football fan and and head coach kyle shanahan a couple years ago a lot of guys got injured like 
freaking 50 people of a 50-man roster were injured. Everybody was hurt. And he kept saying the same thing. He kept saying, next man up, okay? And so we've got this little next man up mentality that's just that's just carrying Jackson fence. And so it's fall break season. we got people that's out of pocket. Last week, we had a crew leader, DJ. DJ, bro, I love you, man. He was out on vacation. And his guys, Case and Caitlin, we got, we got a fence queen over here. We call her a fence queen. But Case and Caitlin... Uh, they're not even related, but they're just names are similar. It's kind of cool. They went out and freaking smashed out every project assigned to them just as though they had a full-size crew with a crew leader on it. They didn't have a crew leader. And I was just like blown away at how much they had been learning. And I really enjoy seeing people pushed and tested, you know. And that's how we kind of like learn, I think, in our business. And everybody that's, a, that's, a, that's in a leadership position here, one day came around where it's like, hey, listen. I need you to go handle this. You think you got it? And they always get it. And it's like, wow, okay. Well, we're not taking you out of that driver's seat now, you know? And then this week, we got Corey Barnes. He's, he's on vacation. He might be watching. He always comments. He's in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, hanging out with his family. And his crew, Stephen and Cutter, are just absolutely out here like billy goats eating wild grass they are chewing up <laughs> wild fence and i'm just like i'm blown away at what we have going and what's been created and i just want to these guys will listen to this show at some point i want them to know how proud i am of what they're learning and doing and it's working so when i say why do we have so many people because so many people are wanting to come here and learn how to build fence and i'm just like wow i'm blown away by it and this week here talk about learning how to build fence i just got this text message i'm gonna pull it up and show you uh, i said i needed a few minutes i'm gonna take as many minutes as i gotta have because i'm in control of the show right now <laughs> look here i don't know if i can see this or not that's a jackson fence truck next to a camper those guys are in worthington indiana that's mike and poncho from Jackson Fence Company. They went to the Fall Fence Forum. It's kicking off tonight, and they're going to be there tomorrow, nice. and Friday, and Saturday. And they're going to learn some things about the Ag Fence discipline, and they're going to bring it back here, and they're going to freaking own that. And I'm so excited that I'm so excited that our company has got to a point that now we're able to like push people to, to, to not just do it the way that I do it or the way that I teach them, but, hey, I'm going to get you up here. So you can learn some new things and some new tr tricks and you can bring them back and then you can kind of just do your thing better than what you were doing. And I'm just going to keep doing podcasting, you know, <laughs> so I like that a lot. So anyways, that's what's going on at Jackson Fence. I had to get that out of here. Jackson Fence, guys, if you're listening, Team Blue, I love you. Thank you for what you're doing. Next man up. Let's get it, boys. Man, thank you for that update, bro. Y'all kicking ass and taking names over there. Fired up, dog. Fired up. Yeah, you got uh, which mic is that? Is that neighbor mic? Or a different Sam, mic. we call him. Yeah, my neighbor Mike. We call him Sam as well. Special assignment Mike. We give him all the weird stuff. <laughs> Special assignment that just Mike. Proves that you're leading from the bottom up. That's how you run a business oh, efficiently. Like yeah, I like that, man. I like that. And uh, I think Brian with the FWA, he's going to be at the fall fence for him. I'm so, jealous, bro. Yeah. I'm jealous. That's my favorite TikToker for real. Where? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was there. He's got some great TikToks. That's for sure, man. Mm. Well, Susan, what you got, yeah. girl? What's going on over there in Southwest Automated SAS land, the land of operator and access control? I mean, we're staying busy like everybody else, but, you know, with the winter months coming up, you got to figure out how to keep paying your, your people, man. So, you know, like I said, let's start talking about some service contracts. Mm, that's a great one. So I found myself on a job site, hey, servicing a gate. Really? It was a uh, U.S. automatic gig. I'm, I'm out of servicing it, man. And that's, that's not what I do. I, I went to, to the little classes. I got the designer thing. I'm like, hey, listen, Mr. Woods was this guy's name. I had to bring him out of the house. I was like, Mr. Woods, listen, you think you can show me how to open this thing? <laughs> I didn't know how to open this thing. And I also couldn't make it work. I had the whole thing open and sprawled out. I was like, hey, listen, can you help me out here? He's like, well, I got this little clicker. I said, go ahead, click it. Let me see what happens. And he did. I'm like, what's going on? He said, we got to wait 30 seconds. I said, damn, you can't just hit a button and it closes? He was like, no. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know I, mean? well, I was out there to put a time. I was out there to put a timer on f for him. And then I was like, you know what? 
I'm gonna let BJ handle this on Monday. That's what I should have done to begin with. So, um, and I'm out here in an area where there's like absolutely no service at all. Like you're you're gonna be if if for me to call Susan for help, I'm gonna have to send a pigeon. Like that's, <laughs> that's just not gonna work. You know, I can't take the picture and, and send it to you. So I'm like, hey man, you know what? I'm gonna have BJ come out here and take care of this if that's cool with you because uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I thought I could be a hero, and I don't know how to open your gate. So I'm just gonna get back to my truck, and we're gonna act like this didn't happen. Yeah. But Wait, is that, that was, is that a gate y'all installed? Oh yeah, oh, y'all y'all Jackson Vince installed. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be real specific about this. Yes. So I, I'm I'm curious about something while we're on that topic. Right. Um, we always put a code in, so if we go yeah. back to service, if the customer's not home, we can always open the gate, do what we got to do. We don't have to bother them. Correct. All right. Is that so what y'all do? Yes. So he had this gate in a hold open pattern. So he had a one and a two, and his two button holds it open. So at that point, uh, I don't think my code can override. Like my code's not going to close the gate at that point. It's already open. And so I'm there. And I'm like, all right, well, shit's open. I can go on in there. I take this little box apart. I'm in there. And there's a button that says close. I'm like, that's my button. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing happens. And it's because there's a timer that's inside of this box. And I've got to wait for 30 seconds before it closes. I'm not a 30-second kind of guy. I'm like, no, if, you, if I hit you and you don't do what you need to do, I'm moving on. I'm hitting the next button. And so I just like, I'm in there like a keyboard, like a cute, like a, you know. And, and he comes down there. I'm like, hey, listen, this is going to be kind of embarrassing. But I'm, I'm a straight shooter. I'm like, I don't have to close your gate. Can you help me close your gate? <laughs> uh, because he wasn't real satisfied also with the way the gate was lining up. And I was like, look, I'm going to try to fix your gate the, the way it lines. I know I can fix that part, but I got to get this thing closed so I can see what's going on with it. Can you help me do that? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what though people like when you're honest with them but anyways back to the service agreement i'm sorry we i i brought that up because we end up on the same job a lot and i'm like damn i wish we had some kind of agreement so we don't have to renegotiate every time that'd be nice so well, let's, yeah you know, yeah the agreement would be nice because you could come out and service it and you might have caught that or fixed it before it happened before it was ever an issue and then that makes you a hero to the customer right because, hey, Jackson Fence, every time they do a gate operator, we don't have any problems. So some people think callbacks, you get more money on callbacks. But guess what? Who's to say they're going to call you back? Especially they might, if they're not happy with the way you installed it initially. Yeah, I mean, look, I've had people tell me um, we had another fence company do our fence and we're not calling them back. We want you to come out here and fix this. So, you know. I'm a firm believer in these contracts, man, and these uh, service agreements. I really well, think. at install, it's also kind of your end. It's a huge investment on your customer's behalf. You know, they didn't pay like 10 or 15 or $20. They paid several thousands of dollars to have that gate closed and open when they needed to. So Exactly, and that's that's how I feel about it. I feel like... You know, you can sell somebody a warranty, but when you're selling someone a warranty slash service agreement and they know you're going to come out every quarter, check it out, make sure it's working, it almost makes your warranty feel a little better, in my opinion. It does. Even though they are having to shuck out a few dollars, right? What so, do you think, Cannon? This is our right. So this, let's, I, I think we need to deep dive into some examples. I'm super freaking curious about this. What does a gate service agreement look like? So we we've have we have a uh, a warranty on our fences. I have not ever established what that looks like on a gate operator. So like, uh, you know, I try to honestly avoid the conversation my eye year. <laughs> so manufacturers do have their own warranty process. If you're an authorized installing dealer, you're already working with those manufacturers and you have that kind of set up in advance. I'd say the standard for most installers is a year, um, but there are parts that can be warrantied way past that time frame. And that's really 100% up to what you're installing. If you're installing quality product, it's going to have a longer warranty on it. Sure. So this is this is where I'm at with it. Um, so so any kind of service agreement, um, we talk about. We come into this from, from the winter revenue perspective. Mm-hmm. I also I'm I'm more even attracted to it. Maybe like it is. Um, 
how do I keep my stuff working? They never, nobody ever calls when it's like, hey man, I know you're not doing anything today. And uh, I just thought I would call because, <laughs> hey, um, I can't get my gate to close. And do you think y'all could come out? Oh, yeah, man. Like, we're actually not doing anything at all. And we're mm-hmm. wondering what we're going to do. So, yeah, we'll come right over right now. Yeah, it's always like Father's Day at noon. And you got everybody at the house barbecuing. And my gate won't open. And I got all my whole family sitting out on the road trying to get in. And you don't know what you're going to do for the next seven days. You're like, man, I am so backed up for the next, like, 14 days that I don't know how I'm going to even get out there well, to fix it. Well, if you start focusing on preventative maintenance, exactly. you're going to have less callbacks on specific issues. So obviously like the big yes. things you want to focus on for preventative maintenance are always going to be batteries, yes. always going to be corrosion, mm-hmm. um, wildlife, weeds, right. um, lawn services, unfortunately. Insects, you know. bugs, rodents. Yeah. You want to be yeah. looking at all your connections. It's, you know, and and uh, we just had a customer. We just did a uh, a big twenty foot white aluminum diggers uh, uh, dual operator. And I told a customer, I said, "Look, if we can get you on some type of service contract, would you be interested? Because I don't have one right now. You know, this is the first time I've even looked into this. And because Susan brought it up, and she sent something over, and I literally tore it apart and rebuilt it. And she was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> but um. <laughs> You know, imagine if we come out every quarter or we come out every six months and we check this thing, then you are not going to have those Christmas Eve phone calls and those uh, less likely. Yeah. Yeah. Less likely to have that eight o'clock on a on a Friday night phone call when you're trying to go, you know, have have a nice dinner with mama, you know. So now you've got an opportunity to, to, to lubricate the chain. You've got an opportunity to grease your hinges. You've got an opportunity to uh, see if your battery is not pulling the, the amount of amps or volts it's supposed to. You've got uh, lots of opportunity. Chains a little stupid battery that always goes dead in the operator and then yeah. high and, and it's like, well, I can't close your gate now because the battery's dead. Like, come on, bro. Right. Or, or even, even um, you know, what, what are we talking about? Testing your backup battery. You know, kill power to it. Let's test the backup battery. Is it charging? Let's check the uh, wear on the sprockets. So, so can we dive into to to an agreement? Because we've got one. We got one in front of us. Yeah. Right? Um, and this this I don't know what we're able to disclose about this, but I'd like to kind of just hit some high notes here because this is a real thing. Um, I believe we have full permission to share it all. Okay. Because I mean, this is regionally. Not everybody can get away with this pricing, or some people have the ability to do higher well, prices. You know, Canon. We were talking about this previous to the show that. You know, we feel like everybody should share their contracts because, you know, Joe might be strong in one area and you're weak in another and you can get your contract, you know, nice and evenly done. So uh, I'm totally fine with that. Now, I, I did. Think, I do I have Garrett some. I too. I do have some. Uh, wait, what did you say? I said, I think Garrett is, too. He just he said, so, get hot. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh yeah, I saw that. Um, I put some prices down at the bottom that are not, they're just made up prices, guys. So when we start talking about these prices, don't take it as, oh, that's cheap. Oh, that's expensive. This is just uh, numbers to make the math easy while we're on air. Okay? Make sense? Yeah. So, um, I feel like I'm frozen to see what y'all say. <laughs> I was wondering. I'm like, what the, what's going on with Canon over there? But, uh, I mean, obviously you're going to have the, what type of operator it is and the serial number of each and every operator, right? Yeah, you want to make sure it was the one you installed yeah, or not you agreed on, to a service contract with. Right. Well, not only that, you want to make sure you have the, ser- the serial number. So then that way um, when you call up the manufacturer, you can be like, hey, I got the serial number. This is under warranty, Pop. Send me my parts. Right? Right. So I think that's pretty important. Um, Very important. And then the number of operators, because from what I'm learning is you don't just charge a flat rate. You charge per operator. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you got a, a, a subdivision that's got an entrance and exit gate and they're dual gates. That's four operators. That's four times of work, four times of problems, four times of maintenance, four times, four times, four times. Right. Right. Four times the callbacks if you don't have a service contract. Four times the money you can charge. Ooh, I need a Matt Warner for that one, boy. Where's he at? Woo! 
<laughs> but um you know so i think one of the big questions is is where do you go to find these service contracts can you solicit um can you solicit gates that you haven't done installed i think so i would think so you know imagine if you go out to somebody's house and you do a repair, and then you pitch them a service contract, and you didn't even install it. Absolutely. Well, Garrett was telling me he installed something at a municipality recently, and they were like, well, hey, can you can you service contract all of our operators? And he was like, absolutely, I'd love to, but I do need to let you know you have to bring this up to UL325 standard in advance before we even talk about a contract. So, I mean, he just what tripled his income right there because one, oh, we have to follow the law. Two, these are municipalities. And three, they don't want 10 service contracts out there. They want one. Right, right, right. So, you know, I mean, where do you go? You try to hit these plants, you know, like DuPont and, and, and places like that. I think you wait for somebody to call you organically more or less. Like, hey, my stuff's not working. Can you come fix it? You know? Like, like I, get I get a lot, lot of calls and I refer depending on area. Like I'll, I get calls from the New Orleans area. Hey, give Fence King a call. Um, I get a call from the Lake Charles area. These are authorized licensed and selling de- dealers in the area. Um, the manufacturers, a good relationship with your manufacturer. They have your name and number because you're calling them. You're checking on them. You're doing troubleshooting with them. You're doing everything the right way. They're referring you as well. True. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mean, word of mouth, your neighborhood. So, so this this contract here that we that we've got in front of us is is what I think what we're saying is this is not just for stuff that you put in. You could perhaps take this to other systems once you once you ensure they meet code compliance. You mm-hmm. hey, it's game on, baby. And and so what this what this this particular contract has on it, it's a semi annual service. And Dan, you looked up. We Dan, Dan and I, we don't even know what the hell semi-annual means. So Dan had to Google semi-annual. Dan, what does it mean? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I thought we decided to go with biannual. You done threw semi-annual and then got me all effed up, bro. So, so semi. This is this is a fun fact, guys. Uh, this we is. don't know if this is true or not. This is what Google says. You can't believe everything that's on the internet. But semi-annual means twice yearly. And then I was like, but, but biannually means that too. I said, like, well, shit, I don't think so. Biannual means every other year. So here's the deal. Biannual could mean every other year or twice a year. I didn't know that till today. Biweekly could mean every other week. People who get paid biweekly could also be getting paid twice a week. And, yeah, and- the, the definitions kind of threw us for a loop. So, so I thought we decided not to use semi and go with biannual. <laughs> so I wasn't prepared for this, guys. <laughs> and I don't even know what the hell it meant either. So. Well, now I see a huge hole in this contract. I think we just said twice you know? a year. God damn it! No, I think I think what happened was I think the reason why um, the guy who wrote this contract used semi annual because if I remember correctly, when I googled it, it meant every six months. Mm-hmm. Biannual could be anywhere within twice within a year so garrett solid ass contract i would change the semi-annual that that's causing a huge debate <laughs> like even google was not really just say concerned. every six months okay garrett <laughs> all, right. all right and so this, so this is this is what they're doing they're, they're they're cleaning the operator unit so they're probably opening the cabinet and maybe spraying it out or or using that, that little aerosol deal right um, they're, they're testing the battery voltage and seeing what it what it's saying. Um, they're checking and adjusting oil in the drive chain. Um, they're checking for the for wear in the sprockets of the chain, uh, the chain sprocket. They're they're checking the gate itself for wear and tear and damage. Uh, they're greasing the hinges. They're checking the hinges out. Uh, they're checking and adjusting set screws, um, and they're also checking and adjusting photo eyes. All the little small stuff that could that could get misaligned and just eh, a little bit wrong. And pff, the whole thing. Well, I mean, imagine imagine you got a firebox, right? And you get some uh, mud divers getting there to build a nest, and when the fire department cuts it open, it drops. It doesn't go off. The relay doesn't work. Right? So semi for Garrett means uh, year to date. So if you start your contract in, de- in December, we're going to do it ever in that period. So 
We got some different interpretations of semi. That's all I'm saying. Uh, we'll just uh, break it down to the customer. <laughs> you know, but you know, you can you we got can stuck check in the weeds over here. Dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, and talk. And, hey, talking about weeds, man. Land the landscapers are a huge problem when it comes to uh, gate yeah. operators. Huge problem. Yeah. During the summer, man, we get more calls because they hit it. They did it, or or um, the landscape guy showed up and he decided to climb the gate. And he uses the operator as a step, right? Right. So then he bends it at the joint where where the piston goes into the operator. You know, it's a lot of money. Yeah, you know, or uh, your photo eyes, your safety edges, your loops. You got to test all that. What if they're not working? Hey, Kenny Dugan. Um, he says semi annuals twice a year, biannual is once every two years. Kenny, you're right about a lot of stuff, man. I don't know, Kenny. I don't know if this is the one, man. Google it, bro. You might. You I don't might, know if Kenny's out different opinion. I don't know if Kenny's right, man. I sent Kenny a Google invite yesterday, and uh, stuff, man. He didn't even know it was on his calendar. We didn't find a problem. We didn't know we had. <laughs> we don't know what the hell biannual is. <laughs> but um, man, there's a lot of things to look about at these, about these things. Though I, I swear to you guys, a few months ago, I had BJ. That's that's my gate guy. I'm like, hey, man, you mind going out of my house because. I can't get my gates to shut, bro. Like sometimes it's, it's it's trying to shut, but then it stops and it comes back open. And he's like, "What's it doing?" I was like, "Well, I, I don't know, man. Like sometimes I can make it shut, sometimes I don't." You know what the hell it was? Your limits are off. <laughs> no, I wish it was complicated. No, my wife had planted some elephant ears, and there was an elephant ear that the reason it stopped at different points because of the way the wind would blow. Like sometimes it blow in front of it, and sometimes it wouldn't blow in front of it. And what gate operator do you have? Uh, the Patriot, right? Yeah, Patriot. Which one is it? What, what's the bigger one of the two? U.S. The Patriot. Yeah, that one. Yeah. And so he came down there, and like I'm talking about within seconds, he's like, "I think it's the elephant here." I was like, "Bro, I felt so dumb." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I go, I'm going to Google. I'm like, "Why is it not shutting?" I'm like, Phew. "You know." Well, the answer is pretty obvious. Like, well, that photo eye that's there that's supposed to keep it from shutting is indeed blocked by that elephant here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it sure the hell is, isn't it? Okay, let's fix that. I mean, that. I hear from a lot of guys that part of their job is just landscaping. Most of the time, they're getting paid a lot of money to go out and just cut back their customer shrubs. And then the shrubs grow back, grow back. And then they're back another six months later getting paid to cut back their shrubs. So, so... <laughs> So let me tell you what I like about this a lot. Uh, one, it, it eliminates a lot of problems. So so Garrett is catching these things. Well, rather than the elephant air just growing, he's like, hey, Miss Jones, can we just move this? Because I can cut it back, but this son, this son of a bug grows fast because there was no ear here like two months ago. Now there's a huge ear that's bigger than me, and we probably just need to move the plant because it's not going to work out in our favor, either one of us. Two, <coughs> what I really like about it, it's if you can get enough of these going, here's the hard thing about it. There's a lot of people in our market and our in our industry is what I'm trying to say, who are steering fence companies away from getting involved with gate automation. I don't know if you know that, Susan. There are there are some 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 heavy hitters that are saying, Hey, gate automation, just stay away from it. It's a whole nother beast, it's a whole animal, it's a headache, it's you know, that's all that stuff. And indeed, indeed, it can be a headache, you know, and 100%, right? <laughs> Here's the deal. The people who say steer away from it, we're not building the business around it. We're, we're trying to add it as a, uh, what do you want, a wood fence, an aluminum fence, a vinyl fence, or a gate operator. Like, no, bro, it doesn't quite work that way. You're right. Uh, this is another degree kind of a thing. So what I like about this is if you can get some constant stream coming in and it's not a one-off, like, hey, I'm going to go put this in for Susan and then I may or may never hear from her again. Well, I've got my, I got my, I got my 10 grand. We got the gate put in, got the thing put on it. Let's, let's roll. Let's go work our ass off and try to sell another one. You know, right. if that's your format and that's what the people who say, hey, don't get into this is a lot of work. That's the format they're talking about, you know, with, Yes. However, now it's like, hey, you're my gate guy, and I need you to sell these because these are going to pay for you when we don't necessarily have something going on. Right. So that I have you available 24-7, 
to fix when they need you, you know? And that's what I, that's personally what I like about it is because it's hard, it's hard to service these things when you're trying to pull somebody who has another job they need to be doing. Right. Hey, I know it's your job to build our gates for us, but you're, you're also our gate operator guy. And so like, uh, you know, now I've got to make a decision like, damn, do we build this guy's gate or do we go fix his operator, you know? <laughs> and when you've got a full-time guy on hand, it's like, hey, look, you've got four operators to fix in, in, in the next two days. So that's what you're doing for the next two days. You know what I mean? It's, it's like you're, you take the triage out of it and it's like, hey, that's what you're doing. And, and these people are paying to have you available and they're going to get a better service because of it. So it's a, it's a win all the way around. I think if you orchestrate this correctly, it can be done that way. And nobody's paying too much. Nobody's getting left out. And nobody's waiting too long to get their stuff fixed. And everybody's happy, you know? So well, I think I you can build a killer business off of this format right here. Well, you know, I think the other thing is, is um, if you start putting together, you know, you might not do snow plowing, but you can do the stain contracts on top of the operator contracts now you couple those together and you got a pretty decent little revenue coming in during the winter okay you might not stain fences but you know what you could maybe do operators and snow plowing or you could do snow plowing and stain whatever it is that's why we're doing this three-part series because we can take all three of these things put them together and possibly get two of them bringing us in regular revenue that's right well, especially until it really takes off, then you actually have your own staining department. You have your own gate operator department. You have your access control department. Right. You're just building your business and building your name and your brand and uh, a better name in the community. Yeah, yeah. And I a mean, contract. People love a contract. I mean, doesn't it make you sound better? Yeah, I have a contract. I know. Yeah, that, but, that one or woo, Dan. I know. But the, uh, the other thing about it is, is. It makes it to where your stuff doesn't break because shit breaks, right? It breaks, man. And people don't understand it. It breaks. So now it's not it broke. It's, oh, yeah, Fence King did a shitty-ass job. I'm, I'm calling Billy Joe Bob to come out. No, no. So we sell the contract. We get the, the service agreement. We come in. We service it every quarter or six months, whatever the agreement is. And your stuff doesn't break, and now Fence King is amazing. Right. Which, by the way, we are, just in case. Well, and listening. every time I call, Fence King answers. Um, they come twice a year to take care of me. They forget about that contract. They think you're taking care of them. I mean, and that's what we're here to do. We're, I'm here to take care of y'all. Y'all are here to take care of them. Need gate operators? Need access control? Need video surveillance equipment? Southwest Automated Security is your one-stop shop. They're dedicated to being the nation's leader in service, customer relationships, and education. Click the link in the show notes to find an SAS near you. You build a job out of it, take care of somebody, you put your freaking rolling billboard in that neighborhood twice a year. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. So... Uh, it's a win-win all the way around. And Susan, those red frame glasses are dope. Have I told you that tonight? Thank you. Thank you, darling. <laughs> looking good. Looking good. Thank you. So, uh, so anyway, back to the, uh, to the contract, man. So I was looking this thing over, and um, I noticed uh, you can also get additional, additional calls of build. You know, so like if you have something you need to come out, well, then we're going to get X amount of dollars an hour to come out. Or if we're out there and something's broke, the warranty covers the parts, but you got to cover my my hourly pay. And, of course, because it's in a contract like that or an agreement, you're going to go ahead and uh, give them a discounted price per hour, but you still get to make more money. And there's a lot of small components on these things that fail, you know? Yeah. And if you can include those, like you're you're doing a lot, um, doing a whole lot. And, uh, hey, on this contract, he says he, he – the service agreement is paid biannually. I don't know if that means twice a year or every other year. I'm not <laughs> sure. Uh, so, <laughs> Garrett, Garrett, I would check into that, bro. I love it. I absolutely love it. I just don't know if I'm paying you every two years or every year. Six months, uh, and then he has a you know additional calls for service will be billed at a discounted rate. So uh, he he's got a discount 
uh, rate because people are still going to call you. That's, that's the reality. They're going to call you. You know, even if you go out there and you change the battery every six months, even if you get the cobweb off of it, it's still going to mess up. I promise you. And they're going to call you. And now you have an agreed upon price like, yes, I'll be over there. And this is this, you know, we're just going to charge your standard discounted rate because you're in our loyalty gate operators never fail.com club or whatever it is. You know? <laughs> our loyalty program. Yeah, loyalty program. Everybody likes loyalty, you know? Yep. So, um, so, um, so another good thing about it is you have a contract with these people or an agreement, whatever you want to talk about, however you want to call it. If they do call you for an emergency call, then that's not included. Right. And they're going to call you because they have a contract with you. They're not going to call somebody else. And you're going to come out on that Friday at 8 o'clock because it's an emergency call. And you're going to be able to get, you know, prime real estate for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's all about that relationship and giving you the opportunities for those uh for those emergency calls, the opportunities to get the hourly pay while you're there changing out warranty parts. It's all, it all, it all, every little bit counts. Every little every bit counts. Look at Fenton Unlimited on here telling us what biannual <laughs> means. Go look again, bro, because there's, there's more than one definition. We looked it up earlier. I think we I spelled think our annual with two ends. Oh, no, it does have two ends. That is not, oh, come on. <laughs> No, his does have two ends. Sorry. Old glasses with a blue tint. Susan and Dan, we got breaking news. Breaking news. Did you know that was me on that thing doing that? Yeah, it's okay. great. It's I love great. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look here, guys. Connecticut, never in the news. Connecticut is in the news. When's the last time you heard a story about Connecticut? Let's be real. Where's that at? <laughs> right. So the last time I heard about Connecticut was in like 2012 when they finally made the back of the quarter. You know, the little 50 state uh, campaign <laughs> that the United States did with the quarters. <laughs> well, 2012 is when Connecticut made it to the back of the quarter. That's the last. I forgot. They, I thought I, I didn't know they were still around. They're still around. So Connecticut, a moose, moose, a moose freed from a fence in Connecticut. Guys, listen, you have got to visit MyFenceLife.com and see this freaking picture of this moose on this fence. It is unbelievable. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, because I don't want people to think I'm cruel, the moose got away unscathed, unharmed, and he's a happy moose, okay? That's the deal. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, don't be coming after us, Peta. No, nah, man. He's all good. He's happy. So, look, there's this moose, this one-horned moose, which I'm over here now wondering, like, where in the hell did the other horn go, right? There's this one horn moose that gets caught up on this fence. It's like a five-foot-tall, looks like an ornamental steel fence, like a montage-type deal with freaking uh, the pickets coming out of the top rail with no finials. It's just... I've always wondered who buys the one with no finial, just the little square coming up. Oh, That's really? what this yeah. moose gets hung up on. And it looks... I don't know if you've ever seen a moose. Susan, you don't have mooses in... Is that mooses or moose? I think it's moose. I, I think it's moose. There's on, one man. moose or look at all the moose. Hey, Fencing Unlimited, Mr. Biannual Dictionary. Yeah, look it up. What yeah. is it? Moose? Mesa? What is that? Mice? Alex, look that shit up for us, bro. Moose. It's just moose, I think. I really don't know either. I think it's like fish and fish. Look at all the fish. <laughs> look at all the moose. Do you realize how large a moose is, first of all? These uh, ain't white-tailed deer. Uh, <laughs> All right. If a big white tail is 140, 160, a moose is probably five or 600 pounds. These jokers are freaking huge. Like, you might poop on yourself. They're so big. If you walk in the morning, you might really have I might a poop on myself. You know, a changing situation. All right. So, look, this moose, it just, I'm, I'll paint this picture because they're not fat, they're just freaking. Like, you don't, you look up at them like, hello, moose, you know? So imagine this moose that you're looking up at, all right? He gets stuck in this five-foot-tall uh, montage steel. I shouldn't say montage. That's not fair to them. But it's a steel fence. And montage, you do a good job, so it is fair to you. Uh, you deserve the recognition for this one. Um, 
I'm not even reading the stuff. I'm just telling you what I'm seeing. He gets stuck on this freaking fence. I thought he got stuck in the fence. No, he's on the fence. He is literally the fence is he's five foot tall and the fence is just in his torso. That's how his legs are five foot freaking tall. That's how big this son bitch is. His undercarriage is riding at about five foot. So you, <laughs> Susan, you might walk under this moose. Imagine how big that joker is. You can walk no, thank under. you. That sounds scary. <laughs> so, so uh, the 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 Bart Hampstead. I've I've been trying to put this off as long as possible. The Connecticut Fire Department, which is not the it's it's the city. The Bart Hampstead. I don't know how you say it. Fire Department responded to the scene. They used a hydraulic rescue tool. The life, the jaws of steel. <laughs> Firefighters cut and removed one end of the fence panel. Police said, and and that allowed the moose to push through the remaining fence. So they basically they cut the fence on both ends. They kind of laid it down, and he was able to walk over. When you look at it, it's it looks like he got impaled by. It's like he he's fallen and got impaled by this thing. Uh, but guys, don't visit myfencelife.com. There's a moose. He's so tall. He's so tall that he just got hung up, and I don't think they can walk backwards. I don't know how but, that works. Really. So wait, wait. But, are you telling me that they pulled out the jaws of life? Yes, they pulled out the jaws of life, <laughs> uh, and after about 15 seconds or so after making the cut, the moose slowly walked away, and it turned into a slow jog back to the edge of the reservoir, disappearing into the darkness. Tell me that don't sound like a romantic novel. So anyways, guys... <laughs> Connecticut Fire Department, good job, saved the moose, montage steel, great job making a, a unstoppable uh, product, I guess. Uh, but nice, I'm proud of you. And if it wasn't for that Dagnum tool, I don't know, Dan, how much montage you put in, but they sell it. The 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 heavier stuff that you put in a commercial or municipal application, uh-huh. you gotta have this, this Dagnum special socket thing to get it off. You can't you can't just walk up and pull out a nine sixteen to take it off. You gotta have a a, a acorn cone shaped freaking thing with three little teeth in it to take this nut off of there. Fire fire department didn't have that, but what they did have was a freaking jaws of life. And that moose, because of that jaws of life, walked away unscathed. And guys, check it out, myfencelife.com. There's a moose on a fence, and I've never seen such in my life. It's so freaking huge. <laughs> Go check it out. But thank uh, you. Uh, thank you, Job Nimbus, uh, by the way. I, sp- I was supposed to say that about. Three minutes ago, job Nimbus. Uh, Good old job Nimbus with the breaking news, huh? (laughs) That's how that goes. Oh, man. So, since we got interrupted with the breaking news, which we had to do. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. Susan, what are you drinking, by the way? Yeah. Water. Uh, Yeah, so I found out this weekend. What's going on with that? Well, I'm driving, and I'm not at my home. Driving? yeah, I don't drink and drive. And uh, if I have like one drink that starts slurring, you won't understand me. <laughs> Didn't your car get stolen last time you were here? My mom's. Oh, your mom's. We got it back. Got it back. How got was it? it? I mean, it's ha- it has new parts on it now. Did it want cigarette smoke inside of it? They tore no, it up? No, they ripped off like the rear view mirror because they thought that would stop them from tracking it. And then they were driving around at night without any lights on, and she didn't have any uh, tags on it or anything yet, license plates, nothing. The rear mirror had a GPS chip in it. That's what they thought, I guess. I was still tracking it. Really? Well, wait, you got a OnStar. gate operator at your house now, huh? I do. Oh, I you, you got to love that OnStar. Yeah, OnStar's life, too. I love OnStar. I got Wi-Fi in my truck, bro. I love it. Matter of fact, Susan rode up with me to... Uh, the uh, skeet shoot. She was using the Wi-Fi. I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "I love this truck." Well, you know, I have to post on social media. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, look, um, we had a moose. We talked about cars being stolen, right? Cannon. We heard about uh, your guys and how great they're doing. Oh, they're freaking phenomenal! Don't ever forget it. I'm so proud of them. I really am. Like I, I've cussed at them a lot too, but I'm really proud of them right now. They're freaking. Well, I think the thing to top this off is, is uh, hey guys, what kind of money can you make doing a uh, a biannual, semi-annual uh, service agreement? You 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 fulfill the contract on a semi-annual basis, but you bill them on a biannual basis. Yeah, yeah, that makes That's a lot. That's how of you sense. really get ahead out here. <laughs> So I was talking to I was talking to a guy who's really big into uh, into this, and he does them. And I'm just using round numbers, but 
He's like, yeah, right. so say you got a double gate going into an uh, uh, a subdivision, and you got a double gate coming out. So you got an entrance and an exit gate, double gates. He goes, so you have four operators. So you charge per operator. So each unit is, he said he'll figure it X amount of dollars a month or X amount of dollars a quarter, however you want to do it. So One for, per quarter is it? Yeah, so for example, you know, you got four of them. He might charge $50 uh, per operator per month. Yeah. Right? So that's $200 a month. That's $2,400 a year. That'll be his deal. And then he'll go ahead and say, all right, well, are these older units? Do we think we're going to have more issues with them? And then he goes ahead and prices accordingly. Yep. You know, he'll go ahead and get the serial number, call the manufacturer, see if they're still under warranty. If they're not under warranty, then he notes that in the contract that, hey, your units are no longer under warranty for the manufacturer. Therefore, please be advised that parts and labor are going to be involved in anything that breaks, yada, yada, yada. So I think that I think that's smart. Get the serial number. You know, call the manufacturer. When, when were these bought? When, when were these installed? Or when is the warranty out? And even pictures, honestly. You want pictures to go into those files so that when you walked away, it was working. It had all the safeties up. It was in, uh, up to UL standards. Yeah, that's exactly what uh, we did. We just finished this gate. We have company cam. We take pictures of everything, serial numbers, everything, videos of the gate working, how it worked um, from the front, from the back, the, the whole nine yards, everything, how everything was installed, and all that's in company cam. So if we have to, we can just simply download that and send, them, send a link wherever we want to send it, you know? So, um, speaking of links, I just, I just scan that QR code behind her and it works. You did, you did that last time. You did that last time we had Susan on. I sure did. That sounds like some canon stuff. I'm sorry. You'll have to try it every time. So, is it the same one? I think the QR, like what that's the other end has changed. I think it last time it brought us to the website. I think this yeah, time brings us to our thinking. line card. Okay. I like it. Yeah, now it brings you to uh, all of their Manufacturer different card. manufacturers. Yeah, hundreds. How many are? Or is it? Oh, I don't know the number. We're bringing on new uh, quality products every single day, which will also keep your callbacks down. Quality products. Well, Canon, you know, hey, this just in, guys. Uh, Clever Fox Online always killing it, crushing the competition, outfoxing them every single day. Guys, I lied to you. I said this breaking news article earlier was on our website it's not however because clever fox online is on the spot johnny it is now on com. so thank you clever fox online. i just got that here to breaking news number two baby thank you job nimbus yeah man we want to make all these breaking news is available for you at uh myfenselife.com so um but look man i think this is a great closing out to you know our uh creating revenue during the winter months this is something that can definitely bring you revenue where you got checks coming in, no matter how you do it, whether it's monthly, whether it's quarterly, every six months, or yearly. You can keep those checks coming in and possibly making some money on callbacks, and uh, not callbacks, but warranty work and or uh, emergency calls. You know, um, I think it's a great way. And you put all those pieces together, you're making some money. So. Cannon, you got anything else you want to talk about, man? Oh, me. Kinda. Can I ask you a question about yeah. the cell? I just saw the cell gate thing, and it made me wonder. <clears throat> What's that? Okay. I saw the. <laughs> it doesn't have the. Uh, it doesn't have the buttons anymore. It's like a little screen. The and, touch screen one. Yeah, how's that working in the sunlight? Uh, no issues to my knowledge. I mean, I live in South Louisiana. I've sold a handful. Really? It's always sunny here. It's always sunny there. Well. Well, Not like it is in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't have any. I don't have callbacks on Cellgate in general. Yeah, like they've gotten a really good staff in place, really good tech I support. All this, this, the, the I, everything's going to touch screen, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just really kind of torn about it. I'm like, man, I like those little buttons. I like the. 
I hear that, by the button way? Button stick. Yep. Dude, button stick, that? man. Touch screens work great. Mm-hmm. Unless <laughs> unless you smash them like your cell phone. Have you ever been in the shower? Have you ever been on, on your phone in the shower and like a, a, a drop of water from the shower that's on your phone and now your phone doesn't know if that's your finger or the drop well, of water? Well, part of your service contract to make sure all those wires are snug includes putting like a nice layer of Renex on it or something. It's mm. a good idea. Cannon, what are you doing with your phone in the shower? Talking to you, bro. Yeah, I have talked to Cannon several times while he's showering, just for the record, guys. I'm like, are you in the shower? Yeah, bro, I'm in the shower. And then I'll be like, why are you talking? Because you called. And then he'll call me, and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm in the shower. He's like, all right, you can't give me a hard time for talking to you. <laughs> we have FaceTime in the shower before. Have we? Yes. I don't think we have. <laughs> No, no, don't Why say have you been shy about it now? <laughs> uh, are you serious right now about this? There was this one time at band camp <laughs> <laughs> where I FaceTime Cannon in the shower. <laughs> all right, guys, that's, that's, that's all a lie. It's all a lie. I can see it now. <laughs> Studio Bob. Do it, Susan. <laughs> well, and Susan, I'm so glad you came on. It was great having you. Um, well, thank you for having me. I back. will say I this. I will say this, guys. While we were at the skeet shoot, and, uh, you know, my boy Terry, Terry Bado was uh, running up the hill in the golf cart, and he left one of my guys, Zach. And then Dylan took off. So Susan and I start screaming out the golf cart, back up, Terry, Terry, back up. So Terry starts backing down the hill. It was so classic. I wish you could have been there, Cannon. It was hilarious for all the backup Terrys that we've done. But she told me that southwestautomated.com is about to drop a new website. And I was like, tell me all about it, girl. And she's like, I can't. You got to call Gary Conaway and find out about it. And I was like, what? She's like, yep, I can't tell you. It's top secret. So um, I'm going to be having a phone call with him tomorrow, finding out all about the new website. And that's going to drop Monday morning, guys. So I'm excited to find out what's going on with this new website. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to make life a whole lot easier for uh Southwest Automated Partners. I hope it has a shopping cart. That'd be really cool. It does have a shopping cart. You does it, Susan? <laughs> parts breakdown <laughs> and manuals. It'd be mm. awesome. Oh, wow. It's going to be a little automated Susan that comes on the bottom. Uh-uh. It's going to be like, it's going to be <laughs> like be those awesome gifts. Though, right? It's going to be like those I gifts. Yeah. Susan, I'm your yeah. salesperson today. Oh, I like that. Idea. It's gonna be like those gifts on uh on Facebook when you just like you have Dan pop up. That would be amazing. Dan stop. I could be like jazz hands. <laughs> so all right, so 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 visit southwestautomated.com. We got a new website coming when? Um I think it's limited access on Monday. Yeah, Monday. and I think they said they're like dropping it big time sometime in November. I don't know. I haven't had my call with uh Gary yet, so I don't know the ins and outs. You heard it here first, guys. It's no, it's no longer just about who who is Southwest. Now you're going to be able to buy all your shit there. Is what it sounds like. I don't know. I'm just speculating. I really don't I, know. I don't think people understand how much we do sell. We sell more than gate operators, access control, and video surveillance. Thank you, Dan. Hardware. Hardware. I buy all I mean, my badass hinges have, from uh, exactly. Southwest. I have monitors. I have um, mounts, barking mounts, television mounts. Um <sighs> Well, all kinds of stuff. I tell you what, man. I, yeah, I buy all my all my badass hinges from them because if I have an issue with them, it's a whole lot easier for me to go back to their store and pick up something than ordering it straight from D and D and then having to send it to them and then send it. So, I buy a lot of my D and D stuff through them. Makes it easier, and I pay about the same. So. It's not really that big of a difference. And if I got a problem, I can run an hour up the road, handle it, and, and be back. You can see Susan. You, you, can leave call me. you can call somebody who knows you and what you actually wanted before I even pull up your paperwork. If Susan was an hour up the road, I'd buy everything 
through Susan. I'm like, Susan, can you order this vinyl fence for me? No, I know you got some connections, girl. Pull it off. I know some vinyl fence people. Yeah, see, I do. <laughs> well, good deal, man. Well, look, I'm ready to go home, man. My son is home from a three and a half year long uh, vacation. You can read between the lines on that. So this is the first night he gets to sleep at home with me. So I'm I'm excited. I want to get the hell out of here. Congratulations. Have fun with that. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for drinking with us and learning some uh fence and knowledge. And Susan K. Worley, you're freaking spectacular. And we appreciate all that you do for us and, 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 and the fencing industry and Southwest. You guys are really blowing it out of the water. You guys are every freaking where making yeah. the industry keep going and we appreciate that. But hey guys, if you drink, drive safe. Do the watermelon crawl, something like that. <laughs> and look, check us out next week for a little bourbon beer and business. That's right. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening to the My Fence Life podcast. And a special shout out to our sponsors, Southwest Automated Security, our flagship sponsor, and your one-stop shop for gate operators, access control, and video surveillance. Expert Stain and Seal. RealGoodStain.com. Job Nimbus, the best contractor software this side of the Mississippi. Rachel with My Salesman, the lead qualifying software. No, before you go. D&D Technologies, the world's largest and most trusted gate hardware manufacturer and home of the industrial metal Shut It Badass Hinge. And Benji with CleverFox.online. Helping businesses digitally outfox the competition. We invite you to leave us a review. Your five-star ratings and reviews help spread the word to others in our industry. You can connect with Dan and Cannon on Instagram and Facebook at My Fence Life. The concepts and methods discussed are just the perspective of Dan, Cannon, and their guests. We hope these ideas inspire you to go out there and crush it in your own business. I'm Mr. Producer, reminding you to click follow on your podcast app to receive notifications of future episodes of My Fence Life. 